Hey friends, welcome to Death and a Butterfly. I'm your host, Carrie. Join me as we delve into a broad spectrum of topics, including, but not limited to, spirituality and well-being. Sharing knowledge for the modern journeyer, welcome to the thought process. Glad you're here and we can resonate together. Please like and subscribe to stay updated. And if you enjoy what you hear, please share with someone you love. All right. So let's spill the tea and have a bit of a talk today. <laughs> um, this week has been an interesting week for myself. And I have come under personal attack from my beliefs in how the world is burning right now. And it can be very, very frustrating living in this current society because if you have different beliefs than what the government is feeding the current population, people will come for you. It's no longer respect other people based on their beliefs. Everyone thinks it's an opinion that is non-factual. And I had a friend personally attack me because I shared a video in which the person said, the media is covering all of the wrong things. And he said, it's not the government's job to look after our health. It is the government's job to look after our rights. And I agreed with it. Now, because this video was filmed in front of a hospital during a protest, that is what she had an issue with. But that was not what I was condoning. So back to, it is not the government's job to keep us healthy. Now you're going to say, well, Carrie, it is their job to keep us healthy. This is a pandemic. But let me put a pause there. Because if this was all for our best interest, would they not be concerned about the food that is produced that is in the food chain that works through the entire population if they were so worried about our health would they not try to fix one of the very first steps of the things that we ingest not to mention you know taking care of our health in terms of activity staying healthy with immunity, by doing physical exercise, and eating properly. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So it's the government's job to stand up for our rights, of which they're not doing. So I'm going to also talk about how if they actually cared about our health, they would fix it at the food chain. Now, there have been multiple studies done. You can go ahead and do your own research. But there are multiple food additives and contaminants that are known carcinogens 
and mutagens. And I'm going to link some of these articles um, in the caption below. But I'm just going to kind of talk maybe about two major things. And I'm going to try and keep this episode pretty short and sweet because, well, with the state of the world, I'm really not trying to rock the boat anymore, but just educate you. I'm not trying to switch your perspective on things. I am just giving you information that is wildly known if you choose to research it. Now, because I've gone to culinary school, I mean, I have had a little bit of extra, we'll say, learning on this because one of the biggest things that we learned in school that even though they put labels on things, labels can be a type of marketing to get you to buy things. And it doesn't actually mean that what is in those products is organic or is real. So I'll use a specific example that I learned in school that you are allowed to have a certain amount of, say, pesticides in your organic crop. And you say, well, organic is supposed to be organic and healthy for you. Well, that is not always the case because you can put a label on it and it can still have a small, minute quantity in it because they know that it's bound to happen regardless. So in terms of organic, I'll use this example. Farm A is up on the hill which is downstream or upstream from the river, sorry. And Farm A uses glyphosate on their crops, which I'll talk about in a minute. But they use this on their crops. And Farm B is downstream from the river and down the hill. And they are an organic farm. Now, where I'm going with this is when it rains, Farm A's use of this insecticide or pesticide trickles downstream or downriver or down the hill and actually contaminates Farm B. But because Farm B is actually registered as organic, and isn't fully putting that insecticide or pesticide on their crop, they're still considered organic. But naturally, when it rains, and they are downstream or down the hill, that pesticide does get introduced to their crop. Just a thought. Or, maybe I only need to have 1% of something in my product in order to say, for instance, it has real blueberries. Maybe I only have to put one real blueberry out of a hundred into my muffin mix to say it contains real blueberries. Well, what are the other 99 blueberries you ask? Corn syrups, dyes, 
modified ingredients to make it taste like a blueberry, but it's not actually a blueberry. But they only need one real blueberry in there to say it has real blueberries. Crazy. But the government knows this and they pass it all. So let's get into glyphosate. Hmm. If you haven't done your research on this, I'm just going to talk a little bit about it. It is <laughs> basically Roundup, and it is made by Monsanto's. And if you have not heard about the lawsuit with this, well, I would suggest you please do your research. Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Sorry. Oh, I just really want to say phosphate for some reason. <laughs> Glyphosate. So this is basically Roundup, and people can use this on their crops, say wheat, and come processing time, say we're trying to make loaves of whole wheat bread. Come processing time, we are still using the whole wheat, so the germ and the bran and all of that stuff is staying on to be made for the flour. And because we've used an insecticide on it, that actually stays with the product. It doesn't just magically wash off. So it goes through this processing and it further gets into our food chain. And this is a known carcinogen. It's a health concern. So while whole wheat bread may be more nutritionally sound because it has the whole germ, it has the bran, it has all that good nutritious stuff. Technically, a whole wheat is not as good for you as, say, white bread. And you're like, oh, well, carry no nutrients. Well, no, if I'm ingesting insecticides and pesticides and having known carcinogens in my system, is that really healthier for me than white bread? I mean, yeah, white bread is not as nutritious or whole for us, but like, fuck. <laughs> What's better for you at this point? It's concerning. So I really like sprouted grain breads. Um, and I have also attached a link to Silver Hills Bakery, which can be sprouted grain bread that you can even find at like Costco, any of your regular stores. And they actually test for glyphosate in their products. And most places don't. You don't have to legally test for that, which is why it is in our food. I mean, if you don't have to legally test for it, why the fuck would you spend money on it? More money in your pocket at the end of the day. More carcinogens for us. What's the big deal? And then we have microplastics in our food. So a lot of farms, specifically pig farms, and this has been going on for years. And a lot of people just don't care to educate themselves on it. And I get it. Farm to table, 
that's a little more genuine. But I mean, you get these mass producers who want to cut cost. They have been feeding our livestock that we eat plastics. Why, you ask? Because plastics can be shredded up. They're technically, you know, going to just be extra feed. And it's really, it's a really low cost budget option. And again, like why would they be feeding plastics? Well, specifically with pigs. And if any of you have heard about, you know, serial killers who feed prostitutes to pigs, pigs will fucking eat anything. They will. They are not picky. So if we are crushing up plastics and putting them into our food pellets in order to cut costs for, say, even food shortages on livestock, well, fuck, we're saving so much money and the pigs are eating it. They don't care. Has anyone ever had a pork chop and as they're cooking it and the fat is rendering down, it smells super fucking plasticky? I know I have, which is why I really don't like pork. And not even just to mention in our livestock, there are microplastics in most of our food, whether it is a plant or a vegetable or any of your fun, vegan, pre-made, anything that is wrapped in plastic packaging. I'm sure we all did the science experiment when we were little in kindergarten, where you put the celery stalk in a jar of water and food coloring, and you notice how the celery stalk will suck up that colored water and it will dye your celery. I used red and I used blue when I was little, so I had blue and red celery. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's kind of cool to look at, but hey, that ends up in our food. So, if there are microplastics, in all of our foods and we're ingesting plastics that can also be carcinogens. The question therein lies, what the fuck is wrong with our food? And why is the government so concerned about our health, but they're really not concerned about our health because where's their bottom line at the end of the day? I think it just stands to say the bottom line is profit and if they can profit off of it, they don't care about your health at the end of the day. Everything. And when I say everything is a money grab, you bet your ass. Corporations, governments always have their hand in your pocket. Whether it's good for you or not. And let me tell you, everything that is free, there is a cost to it being free. So my bottom line here today is, if the government truly cared about our health, they wouldn't be feeding us half of the things that they are allowing into these products. 
What do they stand to benefit from if we are healthy? Just something to think about.